Alisa. That's okay to pop in at a somber moment. We appreciate Alisa pop in anytime. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. I miss talking to you, little Rafi. Lisa, I am just so glad to be out of that goddamn corn husking state, Nebraska. <laughs> it seems really depressing <laughs> to live there, to go there. I don't know. I, I apologize to any Nebraska Nebraskanonians. I don't know. Oh, Nebraskans. <laughs> yeah. Uh- I don't think you're going to offend any Nebraskans. They also hate their lives. Okay, good. I figured. I mean, how much corn can you eat, really? Today, we will talk about the Monday episode, Jimmy Pardo Owes Me $20, and the Thursday episode, Frozen Embryos, Allie's Goth Past, Gross Nature. But first, Lil Rafi, should we do some shout-outs? Let's do it. Boy, do I. I mean, not really, but... <laughs> Shout out to Jason Dix and Whitney for being on the show last week, and it was a very entertaining episode, and sometimes it's nice to not be on, because then, like you said about Allison's show, you can listen at your own leisure, and that's what I was doing. Also, shout out to Paul. He and I were chatting about watches via Twitter DM, and anytime I get to talk about boring old watches is a good time for me. Also, shout out to this Odd 13 Brewing Codename Superfan IPA that I'm sipping on. It's a Colorado beer, but look out for it in your area. I don't know where they sell this beer, but it's a delicious beer, and it's called Superfan, so it's fitting. And I think that's about it. Wow, super fan beer. I don't like IPA so much, except for the one that Bruce by Dawn made. And but I feel like I would have to buy it. It's called Super Fan. Are you gonna get some for Super Fan Megan? Oh, we for sure should get some when she comes on through. The first time I had this beer actually was at some uh bar and I took a picture and I sent it to uh Daniel, I'm assuming via DM or something, and he's like, Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, the fuck does he care what I'm drinking? <laughs> He's like, he just slipped into my DMs and sent me a beer picture. That's cool. (laughs) This is why he doesn't follow any of us on Instagram. Okay. My shout outs are, of course, to Brittany. I can't wait. I still have not heard very much about her business venture. I'm excited to hear more about it. Another shout out. This is one of my friends who listens that I... I didn't really realize he listened. He would mention it once in a while, and I thought, he doesn't really listen. And then whenever I would see him, he'd say, oh, yeah, I heard, you know, how was your 100th episode? I'm like, what? <laughs> it's always weird when someone in real in your real life asks about the show that you're on, because that's kind of rare. Uh, Roger Posada, shout out to you. Hopefully you're listening. Also, Jay Inslee, shout out to you. Thank you for having me on your, is it flagship? We're trying to figure this out. Your JKJ Party Animals fan podcast. I had a lot of fun and it's out on iTunes. Thank you for asking me and Leanne to be on. That was a lot of fun. Also to another person that probably doesn't listen is my husband. This weekend is our 14th wedding anniversary. So happy anniversary to you, babe. Also 
Jason Dix and Amanda Dix, I believe they are celebrating their 14th wedding anniversary this month as well. So happy anniversary to everybody. Oh, congratulations, Lisa. You managed to keep a man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, keeping them has never been my problem. (laughs) It's picking them and getting rid of them. That has always been my problem. (laughs) Uh, No, yeah. Congratulate mother oh even the dog is <laughs> congratulating if we could get jen stark's cuckoo clock to come in right now that would be a brilliant <laughs> oh my god my, where am i from brilliant okay <laughs> uh no i was just gonna say congratulations or what what, what do you say when people say yeah it's congratulations right yeah um yeah that's great for you and uh your husband who's a great guy and i don't know amanda Dix, but i know jason's a great guy too so congratulations to all yeah. of you we all slogged through for 14 years way to go us yeah congrats is the way to, is, is the proper terminology i don't know what i'm fucking saying anymore <laughs> let's talk about monday shall we Okay. Okay. So Jimmy Pardo, back on the show. First of all, we were talking about this before we were recording, but we were talking about seasonal allergies. For him, his allergies, I mean, I've I've had some pretty bad allergies, but not crippling to the point where you can't even go to somebody's house to record a podcast. So I thought that was kind of, what's the word? When I first heard that Allison was in Jimmy's studio, I thought that that was very, oh God, I can't think of the word, but I, I was just like, that's a little bit much. That's like you're really going out of your way you really want this guy on your show but the more we you know he talked obviously literally is crippling allergies to not be able to go out and be a human in real life but when i was a kid i was allergic to horses as he said he was and allison kind of laughed like oh how'd you figure that out and i figured it out by going to medieval times and petting the horses and then my eyes swell shut for the whole show Uh, wow. Um, yeah, I'm allergic to a couple of things and I've thought about going to the doctor and having that allergy test done, but I feel like, I mean, I'm going to be allergic to a bunch of shit. And I was like, you know, I've been, I've been going through life, uh, kind of knowing what sets my allergies off and what doesn't. So I think it's, there's like really no point in it. I think like if, like him, if you're going to do the allergy shot thing, then maybe it would be helpful to know what you're uh, more affected by but i think i th- you know i think i'll be fine it was something i always wanted to go do also but i like you just kind of well i know everything i'm pretty much allergic to everything because when i was a kid it was everything dogs cats horses but i was a huge animal lover so it didn't but i was just like i don't give a shit i'm gonna be like the nerdy snotty kid petting all the animals because i whatever I kind of grew out of a lot of a lot of them i mean i have cats i have a dog i was sick when I got all of them for a couple of weeks, then you just kind of get used to it. Going into someone's house who has indoor cats is rough though. So I, if that's how bad Jimmy Pardo is just coming over with a dog in the house, then I feel for him. Uh, yeah. I think if, I think for you to be around all these animals when your like nose is just running and you look like a crazy person, I, I think that's like, that's how dogs live their lives. They're just wet noses all day. Like you would, you would, <laughs> I right have in. a dog. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's pretty much me. I always had like tissues shoved up my nose and 
I it was always on allergy medicine, so I was also like medicine head. Like you think I'm kind of like ditzy now? Just to picture that. Uh, yeah, hot stuff. My sister and I both had really bad allergies. We kind of were the allergic, also slash agoraphobic people together uh, for a long time. It could have been great gardens if we would have still had a relationship. It could have really ended that way. But anyway, I really digressed. Do you know what great gardens is? No. If you don't, please look it up. <laughs> other old people will know what i'm talking about so jimmy pardo i feel like it would be exhausting to be his friend he talks very fast and skips around a lot and i know he's been on before and maybe i just don't know that much about him but i was really shocked to hear that he was a father (laughs) a parent of of anything then i was even more shocked when i found out he's actually married (laughs) because he just seems like Uh, Like a lot of comedians, they're very focused on themselves and being kind of weird. And in real life, I don't know how that translates. He does seem like a bit of a handful. (laughs) But (laughs) I think I like him a lot. And I I can't listen to his show very often. I know Rachel listens to it. And sometimes they're like three hour episodes and it's just like going on and on and i don't get how he does it and i don't get how joe rogan does it where it's like they're like never not talking it's 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 so strange to me but i think his show is great and i like him a lot but i can see how it might be a bit much yeah i do agree he's funny and he's entertaining it's just i don't even know if i took a breath the whole time he was on because it's just like just so much and being on a show where it's been three hours it's easy when you're chatting with people but to be the one person that's mostly talking and to be entertaining i i don't know if i've done that (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) i've definitely rambled and rambled Another thing that bothers me, and they touched on this, people with two first names. What do you think about people with two first names? It's not like they can really choose it. It's not their fault, but I don't really love it. Uh, It's not anything I've really thought about, but I think it would be kind of confusing to people. I'm sure they would get their names switched up a lot, but, uh, you know, not, not the worst thing. I mean, it's better than having a crazy name or something. Yeah, I judge, I judge it kind of heavily, but I don't know why. <laughs> I just feel like names have their place. But then also all the people starting to name their kids' last names became popular in in probably the last 10 years. And it's just kind of like, all right, there's a lot of Masons and Jacksons. But anyway, I don't love first two names. I guess people who change their name, I I hate those people even more. So, okay, I'm over it now. Thanks, Rafi. You're welcome. (laughs) I don't know what I did, but I'll take the credit. So Allison was kind of sharing... She's already shared this story before, but sharing the story with Jimmy about the girl that she reconnected with that was her originally a bully, maybe in middle school. And I think we talked a little bit about it also, but she seems a little bit more... She told the story coming from like more of a negative point of view. And for me, if somebody even had that kind of self-awareness to even know that they bullied me, and then this many years later to apologize, I feel like that's really big. And I don't think... I've reconnected with people that I know were kind of like shitty, and they still were shitty. (laughs) And there was no way they thought that they were mean or anything to me. So for her to do that, I think I thought it was kind of nice. Hmm. I don't think that I would want to reconnect with anyone from my past that I've had a falling out with. I, I know my best friend for many years who like lived next to me. We like our moms were friendly with each other and we were friends for like so long. And then once we got to like the fifth grade or so, like literally 
seemingly overnight, it was just like I never saw him again. And apparently he was like telling other kids how he like hates me or something. And I was just like, wow, like this is fucking news to me. And like years later, I remember someone told me like, oh, yeah, he like he wants to fight you. And I was like, fucking okay, you (laughs) fucking cunt. I was like, fine. (laughs) If I see him, it's on sight. But then I was like. You know, if I saw him now, would I give a shit? Probably not, because I hate everyone. So, I, I don't know. I just feel like it'd be a waste of energy to for me to, like, even want to reconnect with someone. But if they got a problem with me, that's fine. And, you know, we could do whatever they want. Oh, yeah. I for sure don't want to reconnect with anybody from my past. I just feel like if someone had the foresight to be like, I was shitty, and I'm coming to you to apologize. I feel like Allison is more, like, cynical about it. Like, I don't know what she... It's in it for her. It's like, well, well, maybe just because Allison's famous. But <laughs> <laughs> there could be that side of it. But to even have the notion that they would even know that they did anything wrong. I even had, like, horrible boyfriends that I would... In my mind, I would think, oh, man, they must feel, like, real shit because they did x y and z and then like you hear like your friend they're talking shit about me to people to my friends where i'm like excuse me you're now you're talking shit on me like what (laughs) where did that come from so i just don't think like bullies don't really change they always just are those kind of people so for her to like reach out to allison or say anything i thought was i don't know i think it's nice unless she's just a celebrity fucker but what if it was just her being friendly because she was on that step you know she's like Mm. maybe you know reminiscent of uh, an episode of a show i don't know (laughs) well you have an exceptionally large head i'm sorry that you stretched out my my cashmere sweater (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know what what this reference is uh no but nobody does either I knew someone going through AA and she skipped right through all of the levels. I never got an apology. (laughs) So I'm like, really? You don't think it's weird that you were like asking for me to sell you? Like she was asking to buy drugs for me. I don't sell drugs, but she was asking me like to go out of my comfort zone and try and get some for her. And then she was asking me, she was married. She was asking me to hook her up with some of my guy friends and all of these things. And then I find out that she was like a raging alcoholic (laughs) and she was going through AA and like never like no apologies for like trying to rope me into her like seedy lifestyle. Um, Did she get better or is she still looking uh, for some of your friends? (laughs) Just just wondering. Well, I think she got better, but I know her and her husband are divorced now, so she might still be looking. Hmm. All right. Before we move on to Thursday, I'm going to do something to you, Rafi. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. So later we're going to do a BFF quiz because I had a lot of fun doing that with Jason and Whitney last week. But right now I'm going to give you a pop quiz. Are you ready for this? I sure am. Okay. It's an Alcoholics Anonymous pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The title of the quiz is, is AA for you? 12 questions only you can answer. The very quiz I believe that Allison took to find out if she was an alcoholic. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, when you said the Alcoholics Anonymous quiz, I was like, that's what you titled your quiz? I thought that was odd. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this. Okay. This is, this is good. Let's do it. Okay. Number one, have you ever decided to stop drinking for a week? Yes. <laughs> Never. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Go, have, you ev- go again. have you ever decided to stop drinking for a week or so, but only lasted for a couple of days? No, this this actually is going to be one of my 
this has to do with a question Ooh. that I will talk about for our BFF quiz, but no, I've never done that. Okay. All right. Number two, do you wish people would mind their own business about your drinking? Stop telling you what to do? Um, Kind of. Uh-oh. In the past, <laughs> my, my, <laughs> my, my friends would joke that I was an alcoholic and it did bother me when they would say stuff like that because I was like, I'm not even drinking that much or like, oh boy. like nothing about my, my drinking is even near alcoholic levels. So I was, so I would be like, fucking leave me alone. Mind your business. Uh-oh. I don't even drink that much. Well, we're going to have, I guess we'll see at the end of this uh, quiz. Yeah, I know. My friends are way worse alcoholics than I am. So I look great. Wow. I was way too excited about that. Okay. Number three. By the way, I'm taking this as well. Uh, but I didn't tell you any answers, did I? For one, I put yes. And for two, I put no. I try and stop drinking for a week. And then like for after a couple of days, I'm like, man, it's been a long time. It's been a stretch. Uh, two, nobody's ever told me about my drinking or to my mind. Or I've never felt like people need to mind their own business about it. I've never had that issue. All right. Number three. Have you ever switched from one kind of drink to another and hope that this would keep you from getting drunk? No, never. Okay. I also wrote no. This was one that Allison wrote yes with, and I was kind of surprised about because I've never even heard of this. Yeah, that to me did sound like some alcoholic behavior. I was just thinking like, what? I I don't get it. Like, I'm going to switch from like shots of tequila to like a glass of wine? Or, or I don't get it. Yeah, like you're going from hard alcohol to maybe, maybe you're going like, from oh, straight let me, to Let mixed. me tone it down. I'm just going to drink a, a six pack now. You know what? Okay. I just realized I know somebody that has done something like that where I'm like, you go from hard alcohol to drinking tons of beer, you're still getting drunk. Mm. Okay. All right. Number four. Have you had to have an eye opener upon wake awakening during the past year? Uh, another qu- or another like sub question underneath. Do you need a drink to get started or to stop shaking? This is a pretty sure sign that you're not drinking socially. <laughs> Uh no oh that's what they meant by eye opener I guess like so. I need a drink to wake up no so like hair of the dog um, no 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 never yeah me either I honestly would honestly honestly would forget about drinking if it wasn't for other people reminding me because I do love it I enjoy it but like let's say my husband's gone for the weekend I have to remind myself I'm like oh yeah maybe a glass of wine would be good or something I don't know I just never think about it all right number five do you envy people who can drink without getting into trouble. No, because I think I drink without getting into trouble now. Same. Yeah, I don't get into trouble. I think the only thing that I get into trouble with is my mouth because a lot of things come out of it that are not great. But that would be the only thing. Like, I don't, I'm not getting in trouble with the law or like in relationships or anything. But it's fine if your mouth gets you into trouble because your trusty knife will get you out of it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, just this past weekend. <laughs> The neighbors and uh, we all went out to a brewery, a local brewery for our neighbor's birthday. And we were all there and we were taking two Ubers. We had to divide up the group. And one person was like, okay, it's boys and girls. Like let's like boys in this group and girls are in the other. And I look over and the person that was going in our car was a guy. I'm like, well, strap on your vagina. We're going to the brewery. But I say it all loud and there. Everyone's like, look at me like, what did you just say? <laughs> this is like before drinking afterwards everyone's like lisa's so funny <laughs> uh, except for my one neighbor what did she just say i'm like i told him to strap on his vagina you want me to say it a little clearer <laughs> okay yeah maybe i need to i did say no to that question but no 
Uh, number six, have you had problems connected with drinking during the past year? Be honest. Doctors say that if you have a problem with alcohol and keep on drinking, it will get worse. Never better. Eventually you will die or end up in an institution for the rest of your life. The only hope is to stop drinking. No. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I can't say that anything like anything that I've done is connected to drinking like any problems. I don't know. I'm trying to keep the peace. I'm like, cool, man. I strapped on my vagina this morning, so I'm cool. <laughs> Number seven, has your drinking caused trouble at home? No. Okay. I say no on that. Uh, okay. I've A few times I've crossed the line with my words, but it's usually egged on by others drinking, not, not mine. Well, uh, uh-oh, that might be a half half of a yes. No. I, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm getting a recurring theme. You know, this is, <laughs> step one is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> and apparently you are very much in denial. Oh, shit. All right. It's other people. It's, it's not other me. people. It's not me. <sighs> Number eight. <laughs> do you ever try to get extra drinks at a party because you do not get enough? <laughs> <laughs> uh, get enough drinks? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, Most of us used to have a few before we started out if we thought it was going to be that kind of party. And if drinks were not served fast enough, we would go someplace else to get more. Oh boy, that sounds like someone I know. I've not exactly, I would say no to that, but like for sure there are times where I'm like, well, you know, we're going somewhere else where drinks are more expensive or something, so I'll have one last one here or mm. something like that, but like never where I'm not like, hey, when, when when's the bartender coming around? And then like I pull out a flask out of my fucking jail wallet or something. Oh my God, you just described me. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely brought flasks places. And I've definitely doubled up on drinks, but not because, oh, it's going to like get dry soon. It's because if there's a really long line somewhere, like I don't like to fight to get my drinks for starters. If there's like a long line, I'll get like two drinks. So I don't have to wait in line again. That's just smart. All right. So that's like a half for a yes on me, right? Sure. I think I got a half for last one and a half for that one. And I don't think it could be a full yes, really. I'm also in denial. Number nine. Do you tell yourself you can stop drinking at any time you want to, even though you keep getting drunk when you don't mean to? <laughs> oh boy. No, but I do tell myself I can stop drinking whenever I want, and I actually could. I feel like I could too, but then I keep getting drunk when I don't mean to. Because I still haven't mm. figured out how quickly I get buzzed. Like, I get drunk pretty quick, and I have not figured that part out. To, like, pepper in some water once in a while and make this last. I don't want to be drunk. It's the middle ground that is the best part. And there's a way to stay there, but I don't know how to do that. Well, now with your activated charcoal, it seems mm, like, true. you know, you can never get to that bot. Uh-oh. Okay, we're getting to some questions. All right. Well, I put yes for that. I put half and half for that, so okay. All right. Number 10. Have you missed days of work or school because of drinking? <laughs> I mean, who hasn't? That's uh, ridiculous. Me? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You can do your job drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you may have me there. I mean, I have. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't had a couple too many and decided, you know, I'd be better off not going to work because I won't be as productive. So I'll take a day off. Yeah. You know, there are times that I've wanted to do that. When you wake up at work, it's the worst because you're like, shit, <laughs> I can't take a day off. I'm still putting no for that because I've actually never, I don't think I remember ever having maybe a long time ago, but not really. I don't know. Anyway. All right. And their description is many of us admit now that we called in sick lots of times when the truth was that we were hungover or on a drunk <laughs> oh i've been on plenty <laughs> drunks <laughs> <laughs> all right number 11 
Do you have blackouts? I have not blacked out in a hot minute. So I feel like, oh, almost every time I drink, I kind of have like blips of blackouts, but I really am not getting drunk. It's just maybe it's because I'm getting older or something. Maybe I am in denial. I don't know. But I do have times like my husband and I the other night, I just had like some wine and the next day he's like, oh, do you remember this or that? And I'm like, um, a little hazy. (laughs) I got to remember certain things. Okay. So that's a yes. (laughs) All right, I think this is the last one. Have you ever felt that your life would be better if you did not drink? Absolutely not. God, can you imagine how boring life would be? Fuck that. (laughs) No. I've never... Okay, I've thought if I could control certain amounts that I drink at times, because I don't drink all the time, but when I do, like I don't know my limit, and I think that's the part. If I could learn a better relationship with it instead of... Like, if I didn't drink? (laughs) Snoresville. Pass. Uh, you know, I've mentioned that I'm re-listening to Chelsea Pretty's podcast and she does not drink or do any drugs. And it's funny when when she talks about going out to eat or something or like a caller would ask about alcohol and she's like, I don't drink. And then I just think like I can't imagine going to like a restaurant and just ordering like a soda that would just be fucking weird i mean i've done it don't get me wrong like if i mean if you're like especially like at a burger joint or something i don't want to eat like a burger and drink a beer but but if i go to like a a nice restaurant like of course i'm gonna have an alcoholic beverage are you kidding me like like what else would i do drink fucking water that's crazy i totally agree but i'm the same with the burger too like you said because even just the other day i went down to get like one of the most amazing burgers i've ever had and and they have really good beer selection i'm like ah I just don't want a beer and a burger. And I don't know why that is because beer and pizza is amazing. I can't imagine. It makes me feel even worse when someone says, oh, I don't drink. And I'm like, uh, okay. Like, what do you, what do we do then? <laughs> what, are we, <laughs> right. what are we doing here? Okay. So tally up your answers and I'm going to give you the outcome here. Did you answer yes four or more times? I don't think so. I was not actually keeping track. I thought oh, you were. Oh, you sh- <laughs> but I think I only said yes like maybe one and a I half feel like times. You said maybe three two times. Okay, you know what? When I go back in editing, I'm gonna go ahead and I'll give you your tally <laughs> afterwards, and then you can really find out if you're an alcoholic or not. Oh boy. Because it says if so, you're probably in trouble with alcohol. Why do we say this? Because thousands of people in AA have said so for many years. They found out the truth about themselves the hard way. But again, only you can decide whether you think AA is for you. Try to keep an open mind on the subject. If the answer is yes, we will be glad to show you how we stop drinking ourselves. Just call. AA does not promise to solve your life's problems, but we can show you how we are learning to live without drinking one day at a time. We stay away from the first drink. Fuck that. If there is no first one, there cannot be a tenth one. And when we get rid of alcohol, we found that life became much more more manageable (laughs) you know jimmy and allison both said something that i agreed with a lot is that my bottom would be so much higher than an actual alcoholics because i know bill bird talked about on his podcast he's mentioned that he had to do some aa classes because he had a dui in the 80s and how he went to these meetings and he said you know it was like people saying like you know they took their kids lunch money to go buy a bottle of plastic vodka or whatever (laughs) and like you know they'd be fucking drinking they would like cut their radiator hose so they could drink the antifreeze or something and he's just like um i i had a couple and i drove home like these are two very different you know 
levels of alcoholism. And I feel the same way. Like, like Jimmy said, like, you know, one guy set his kid's hair on fire and I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, I was kind of buzzed and I, I may have, uh, started a fight with my friend or something. Like, like, it'd be so different for me. Yeah. Same. I would be like, oh, I got drunk and bought a bunch of stuff on Amazon. <laughs> There's my bottom. Yeah. I, the only thing, the only thing that I feel bad is, and I haven't had a, a hangover for a long time, thanks to the aforementioned uh, activated charcoal. I'll maybe have like a little headache and then it's gone. But the worst is when you have a hangover and then you have to deal with being a mom. And I feel fucking guilty because I'm like, oh, I'm just running to the bathroom to throw up because mommy had too much to drink last night. But you can't say anything. You just pretend like everything's cool. Hey, we're just having a fun day. And I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like, that's sad. That, for me, I think is my the lowest feeling where you're just like, to be your true self is like embarrassing and sad. <laughs> Well, meanwhile, your kids are probably like, I think mom's pregnant. We're getting a sibling. <laughs> they would be so bummed. Actually, yeah, my daughter especially. She's just like, no, we're not having any more kids. You're not having any more kids. <laughs> she wants to be the baby forever. But they were both really not wanting me to take care of Gracie originally because they were like <laughs> thinking that the attention was going to go to the baby, you know, and then now they love her so much that they're like, we like they count down the days to see her still. They love her so much. And I'm so happy that it worked out that way, but. They're like, yeah, at first we were like, not really excited that you were going to be watching another kid here. To be fair, I've watched a lot of other kids at our house with the kids when the kids were younger, and it wasn't very a good experience for them. <laughs> so I can understand. Uh, anyway. All right. Well, I'm glad I could pop the pop that quiz on you. That was fun. I Hopefully everyone at home took the test too, and we can find out if we all are going to join AA or not, or just have a cool one together. I hope to see like a very sobering post on our BF fancast group on Facebook. Oh, like, you know, I listened to this episode <laughs> and I came to a realization. <laughs> and maybe uh, I'll get a I'll get a uh, uh, an apology for you know what you did. <laughs> Where's that rum raisin? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, before we move on to the Thursday show, what do you think of her new title uh, style? Should she now start? calling her episodes things like Jimmy Pardo owes me $20. I do like that. I find this is something we've not talked about, but like the Thursday episode one is always like three different things. And I don't love it. I think it's too long, but I do like the Jimmy Pardo owes me $20. That's like intriguing. I want to I want to listen to this. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I like it a lot. And also it reminded me of Jensen Karp's book, Kanye West owes me $300 and other tales from a white rapper who almost made it. Speaking of Kanye, I wonder what he's been up to. Haven't heard about him in a while. Yeah, that's what I've been dying to know about. Yeah, that uh, that reminded me of that book as well. And uh, but yeah, the Thursday episodes. I think it's because I have so much fun naming our shows, and I try and tie in two things into one, or you know, try and put it all together into something. And I, it's more like succinct. And I, but I feel like maybe when she has all these people on, she has to kind of sum up, you know, give Allie a th uh, throw her a bone throw whoever a bone who's been on and like make it part of the title but i don't i think it would be fun to name the thursday show episodes myself for her so <laughs> you're just gonna let me keep going aren't you <laughs> yes um one one thing i i will say though is that you are so good at doing the descriptions of the episodes for our show because when you can tell 
sometimes you will go and do the description after I edit, but you can tell when I edit and you had nothing to do with anything because it'll be like, <laughs> oh. uh, Raphael and guests talk about this, 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 and much more. <laughs> and yours are like funny with like puns and like all you, like you actually, you know, put some effort into it. Oh. And me, I'm like, uh, get the episode out, edit, edit. <laughs> Send it by done. It's funny because it's my least favorite part to actually do, but I, 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 okay. I actually enjoy doing it, but when you edit and you go through all of the stuff, you're like, oh, thank fucking God. I'm done with that. I can post it. I'm like, shit, I saw the do a write up. But then when I'm actually doing the write up, I like doing it because it is fun to try and like come up with something. I think last week I kind of like phoned it in because I was trying to get the episode out. And I'm just like, the kids were home while I was trying to do the write up. And then I can't be creative. I'm just like, uh, this and that. <laughs> That works. So it was a lot shorter. But thank you for noticing. I, I think you might be the only person that reads it. So I think that's nice. Shall we talk about Thursday? Let's fucking do it. All right. We were her little maple mini muffins sent in by fellow BFF Kelly Lundquist on Patreon. Let me ask you a question. Is this her second carb to be on? Uh, I don't know. Carbs are. You tell me. All right. Let's go back. About the third. <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I do write them down. I don't. I don't think she has submitted one before, has she? Or uh, had one read, I should oh, say. Oh, she has. Okay. Oh. We're going to go back. Shit. Well, I don't remember now. Oh, it was uh, Wendy's fave, fave movie was one of the titles for the Thursday show. And it was Dippin' Dots. So unless it was a different, Ke a different, a different Kelly. And I might've just put at the time, I remember saying, is that Kelly Lundquist? Cause she didn't say the last name at the time. So I wrote it down thinking, oh, maybe it's her. And I never like double checked, but let us know, Kelly, if, is this your second Patreon carb submit submission? Because I'm jealous. Well, if it was her, I mean, still another alliterative carb. So Allison mentioned that people have caught on to the fact that she is into alliteration, so I think uh, I'm going to go in the opposite direction if I ever do submit a carb and just think of the craziest shit that you could put in your mouth. Do one next week. I guarantee you she's not going to pick alliteration next week. She does it for like two or three weeks, and then she's like off. By the time I fell for it, that was when she was like, yeah, I'm over it. And now she's back again. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so I did put one on there. Uh, I try to come up with, because my name is uh, alliterative, is that is that the word? Already? Yes. I was thinking sure. Lisa Lowry with two more L's and I did do something, but uh, it did not get picked. Because last week, yeah, last week she did pesto pizza rolls from Heather Hodgkins. Cause, and she mentioned the alliteration with both of those things. I'm like, well, I'm just going to like double down with like four L's. And she's just like, fuck you. <laughs> I want Kelly Lundquist instead. Maple mini muffins. That sounds good and gross, but I like the alliterations. Nice. And I like Kelly too. I was waiting for you to agree with me. Sorry. I was going to make a joke, but <laughs> I decided not to. Are you going to talk about Kelly's mini muffin? Uh, no. Oh my God. No, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> You're like, I, I love mini muffins. <laughs> <laughs> or something. I don't even remember what that I was, was going to be your joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say, but uh, yeah, my brain's working on uh, it's running on empty. <laughs> <laughs> it's running on maple mini muffins. Speaking of that, I don't. I this is one of the things we were talking about on the best friends fancast group is because of one of Allison's shows is what 
and her not liking cheesecake, what food that you don't like that other people would be like surprised by? And I, I really don't like real maple syrup. Sorry, Canadians and, and Nor'easters. But I like the fake shit. I think it's because I grew up on it. I've never had actual from a tree maple syrup, but I'm assuming it would be better. I mean, I it should. I know it. I know that it should be. It's like eating craft mac and cheese and homemade. It's like they both have their place, and I think I probably prefer the craft shit. But my palate is uh, subpar, let's say. And I tried to raise the kids on real maple syrup because I didn't want them growing up in a Mrs. Butterworth's world. But you know what? Knott's Berry Farm makes an even better boysenberry syrup. That's <laughs> that trumps both of them. So the kids like that better. Anyway, maple, not into it. Okay. I know that was controversial. We talked about Allison's idea of having all the Allisons on a show. And we originally were talking about just because your name is Allison Rosen or Allie Rosen, that's not necessarily going to be a good show. But this show with Allison, Allie Ward and Allie Siegel, now that would be a show. I thought it was so funny when she talked about this because she said uh, she said something like, who says that's going to be a good show just because it's Allie, Allie, and Allison? But then she's the person who reached out to another Allison Rosen because they have the same name. So that made me think she listens to our show. Uh, yes. I do wonder if she ever cherry picks the episodes and just listens once in a while. I'd be very curious if there was a podcast about me and my show i would be curious to see what they're talking about i mean you know it is her brand that we are still promoting mm, so right. what would be even funnier is instead of calling it the allison alley alley show if they call it the seagull ward rosen show <laughs> 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 okay Anyway, I would listen to that show. I know you had a, a run-in with Allie Siegel recently, and yeah, I think she hasn't been on the show for a very long time. I think that would be great. I should mention this here because they they brought up Allie Siegel's uh, braces art. For Allison's book coming out, I DM'd celebs with braces or whatever her uh, Instagram thing is called, and I said, I want to commission you to do an Allison Rosen piece that I want to give away or something. Ooh. And I was going to have like, I was going to have uh, Allison sign it or something and then like give it away to either a listener or I don't know who the fuck. I don't know what I was planning, but it's been weeks now and she has not contacted me. So is she really serious about this braces are? Is she too big time now that her shirts are being sold in probably Urban Outfitters and her art is on a billboard now? She's She's too good for my $30 commission or whatever she charges. I feel like you need to go into her place of work once again and throw the drawing at her and say like, who's serious now? <laughs> I don't know. You need to confront her. This is serious business. I love the idea that you wanted to commission yeah i thought it would be funny and i think allison would get a kick out of it but then i thought maybe she's ignoring me because she's like oh this bitch won't have me back on her show i'm not gonna draw her for <laughs> some fucking weirdo on the internet but i i don't I think, think you it's got part of it right serious. it's the weirdo on the internet part that <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably this fucking creep found me at my job <laughs> Speaking of that, I, the picture that or the postcard that you got for me, I just finally went into the shed yesterday and started cleaning it up and like, oh, yeah, he got me this postcard. It's so cool. As so I was putting it up yesterday, I all the microphones, all the shit from the group recording is still just sitting now. I have not gone in and like dealt with it till yesterday. So once again, thanks. This goes along the line with 
my next idea. Okay. They were talking about toothpicks. I think that would be really funny to wrap that into the braces thing because she talks about teeth enough. Something toothpicks related. But I don't know why this never clicked in my mind about Twin Peaks and toothpicks because I have a one-track mind. And I always say Jason Dix needs to animate something, but imagine him taking all of Allison's tooth-related comments or whatever and turning it into an animation that is like a crossover into Twin Peaks, but it's Tooth Peaks. <laughs> Can you insert audio of you saying Tooth Peaks in reverse? So it's Ooh. like, Tooth Peaks? <laughs> How do you even do that? Did you do the audio backwards or did you actually do it the way they do it on the... I think they had to learn to talk backwards or maybe they played it backwards. Yeah, you have to uh, like sound it out backwards and then just say it and then reverse it in uh, an audio app. So like food, seep, <laughs> like that? Sure, just, just oh, like fuck. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goody. Anyway, Jason Dix, I know you're listening. And I know making quick animations, it doesn't take long at all. Uh, the one with Dr. Drew was hilarious. And I think that Daniel would also get a kick out of Tooth Peaks being a little cartoon. And we all would. All right. Another reason I relate to Allison, she was really big into Phantom of the Opera at the age of 15. And I think I was as well. I, I celebrated that soundtrack. I never, ever saw the musical, but I loved that music so much that when they came out with the second one, I thought, oh, I wonder if the music is going to be as good and I'm going to have to get in on it. And she said the music's awesome, but the musical actually sucks. And I did get a call a couple of weeks ago for some free tickets to go watch it, but it was in San Diego. And I'm like, Pfft. although Old Town State Park next right sign would be great to visit but heading down to san diego on the fly is not a quick trip i have never seen this musical i don't think i'd be into it and i definitely won't be into this lesser sequel but i'm glad that she and daniel went to see it yeah the only fan of the opera i've ever seen are the old movies the movies not the musical so like the silent ones and then the other whatever that those i am familiar with but that soundtrack was like a real slice of my life at age 15 real nerd alert alice and i would have been fucking best friends would have i know god all right this is something that we talked about on the best friends fancast facebook group it was something that I noticed on her book reviews. She had a negative and I realized it was going to happen eventually. So I posted it on there and I wanted to get people to put their own positive reviews on there. And I didn't realize you could comment below somebody's review. And our one and only Jay Inslee did comment on it. And it was actually really funny. And I was going to do some too. But Allison, uh, she reads the reviews, which of course. So shout out to Jay for, for backing her up. But what the fuck? How can you put a review for something that you didn't actually buy? That's shit. Yeah, I don't know why they allow that, especially Amazon. I mean, there are other places you can buy the book. So I understand, like, I think there's a website called All Reads. I could understand why they would just allow anyone to write a review. But it seems like Amazon, they should just let people who purchased it on Amazon write a review. But... That said, after hearing or reading, I should say, this guy's review, uh, I decided to go and write mine. So go check that out, I guess. But more importantly, if you haven't, you should leave a review. I know, Lisa, I read yours. It says Lisa BFF Lowry or something like that. <laughs> I had to like be loud and proud there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I finally finished the book, so I, I was waiting until I finished before I wrote it because, I mean, who knows if 
at the end she goes on some kind of you know racist <laughs> tirade and then i would have to you know look uh, she pretty d- the silly. whole last story is how much she loves hitler yes exactly sorry alexa's listening to me right now alexa stop <laughs> she's still fucking listening fucking nosy broad yeah this danny c i'm gonna call him danny c word he's a fucking piece of shit i immediately thought oh here come the fucking corollatards like they how long has she been out of doing that show with him I mean, it's been like three years now four years now how long has it been yeah i guess in january it would have been three years so like people please like just go away you've got your own stuff going on i don't understand it so i immediately thought okay i gotta see what else this guy is reviewing and Nothing had to do with Corolla, so I wasn't, I still can't say for sure. But everything that he reviewed, I think he put two positives. Everything was a two or one star, everything. So he's just one of the, I, a couple of things. He's obviously one of these people that has to go on and put negative reviews on everything. And you know, when you're going to buy something, I base a lot of what I do, what I buy on reviews. But I don't just go by, oh, it's got five stars, so I'm going to buy it. I read the review. And if you could tell if it's a real review or not, or the negative ones where they give a negative review for it showed up broken. It's like that has nothing to do with the product. Or you read it and it's just like clearly people just want to get their words out there in any way possible. So that's how they're going to do it. Same with Yelp where you just have to kind of like, you have to like dig through it. But he had so many, all of them were pretty much negative reviews that he's posted. This is what I don't understand. Did he happen, if he really read the book, let's say he really got it somewhere else. Maybe it wasn't through Amazon, but he actually did have it. Why would you buy this book if you're not a fan of Allison? Like, how would you get to this book if you're not, and if if you're a fan of Allison, it reads exactly like her. It's her talking. It's obviously her that wrote it and if you're a fan of hers you're gonna love it because it's in her voice exactly so now if you hate it you're obviously not a fan of her so why the fuck would you buy the book i don't i'm it made me angry and i'm glad jay had her back and we all did so everyone post a review positive one please that was quite a rant hopefully if allison tunes into just like bits and pieces of the show that's what she listens to and she's like oh good okay <laughs> not when i'm telling her i should name the thursday episode for her <laughs> oh jeez Okay. Also, another thing that I relate to is I was identified as a goth. I was never a goth like Allie. I I was, I kind of listened to some of those bands, but the same with being identified as a rockabilly or a goth. Like, I feel like it all has to do with the music you listen to. And even though I have a lot of friends who are rockabilly and are in rockabilly bands or the like, that's not my soul love so it's when people say oh you're rockabilly it's like well i like things that are old and i like things that are a different style but i'm not if you talk to a rock someone who is rockabilly they would say she's not (laughs) because i'm not it's a whole lifestyle it's totally different same as goth i had friends who were goth definitely but i was definitely not one of those people so i i understand how people can think this i even recently was asked if I was goth. Uh, I took my son to get a haircut at Supercuts. <laughs> Don't judge me. Well, the typical, sorry, the usual barber that my husband would take him to, it's like, we call it prison cuts because you go in there and you can't ask for anything. You have to just do whatever they say. And they're like really gruff. And yes, it's a $6 haircut, but it's no, it's whatever. Anyway, so I started taking him, took him to Supercuts. The guy that goes to cut his hair is wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> 
and he has painted nails and jewelry but he looks like he's probably like seven like a 17 or 18 year old gothic vampire guy so imagine you walk into supercuts and there's a guy wearing a tuxedo <laughs> like what is going on with the other like ladies who came here from somewhere else and don't speak very good english then there's this guy with like dress shoes and a tuxedo and like a tiny bit of a widow speak anyway so he a- i think he even asked me like oh are you i think he said are you goth and i'm like no <laughs> But then I went and sat down. I was waiting. And then later my son came and told me, he's like, he's like, yeah, he was asking if you were goth. And he said that goths know other goths. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, I guess uh, if I have some street cred in that, like I didn't feel like I looked any different than I normally do. Anyway, have you ever been mistaken for goth, especially now with your hair? Uh, Definitely not. I am, as I, I think I've mentioned this is just all my BFF quiz questions that you keep bringing up. Oh, somehow. damn it! <laughs> um, but I'm I'm trying to wear all black for the year of 2018, um, and I'm not going to be confused for goth because I can't get into that kind of music. But there is a like goth club in LA that I want to. It's like members only. It's Tuesday nights, and I really want to get in really bad. And so I started following them on Instagram, and they followed me back. And then I was like, oh, my God, I want to go there so bad. But, yeah, no, I I, I don't know. I don't understand what would make someone goth, but I I can't be because when I think of what I am, number one, I think that the culture that I am a part of is hip-hop. And, yes, it's a culture, Lisa. Don't don't start... (laughs) fucking mocking me openly and then after that it's like i don't know what else i would be considered it's just for me i've always considered myself uh just everything that i do i consider to be part of the hip-hop culture like even if it's not hip-hop related like if it's i'm not you know i'm not Mm. fucking graffitiing and then b-boying later on you know like i don't carry around a folded up piece of cardboard so i can top rock yes, you do. A, a drop of a don't hat fucking lie but everything i do is an extension of the hip-hop culture i think i feel like you know you put out what people maybe see and like i like if i looked at you i wouldn't be like oh he's into hip-hop he's like whatever i wouldn't i don't even know what i would think i wouldn't think you were goth being put into that category when you're not is such a weird thing because you think you're putting one thing out there and then when people i remember people would say all the time like oh you're goth i'm like no i just have like really pale skin and dark eyeliner and like red lipstick and dark black hair but whatever i guess it's a certain look that Allison and my best friend Allison and I just can't get away from. Although when I do go blonde, finally, you know, when I lose 50 pounds and go blonde, I probably maybe won't be called goth anymore. Well, you know what? It's funny you mentioned like the thing about the look, because I feel like part of it is a look, but also that Instagram account every now and then they would like tag people in their photos and I would go to these people's accounts and it's like very, very different from, you know, what my Instagram persona would be. Like, it's <laughs> like, there's like fucking, they have like black candles all over their house oh, and there's yeah. like fucking, like there's like pictures of like blood dripping down their arm or something. And I'm just like, oh, these people are like way more emo than me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, goth is for sure a lifestyle it's about music and the lifestyle and like just it's they're walking dead. So if you tell me I look like a corpse, I guess thank you. 
I get, I mean, I am very pale, so I get a lot of uh, comments about that, but never confused for goth, no. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. No, not all the time. Just that recent one, I'm like, I still put, am I still putting that vibe out, that goth vibe? Okay. Uh, Hey, goths, no goths. So Allison had, uh, they transferred some embryos recently, and she mentioned it during the live stream this past Sunday I feel for her because every, when I was trying to get pregnant just normally, every month you're like, am I pregnant? Is this a thing? Like your mind is wrapped up in it and it's depressing when it's not. But now they're taking it to a new level because they have all this money and and not very many embryos left. So their chances of not having any more kids is less. And I know she has that. Another reason why I relate to her is I didn't want to have just one kid. That's not what her plan was, but that's not necessarily how life goes. So you don't always get what you want, but I think they should adopt or something. I I feel like if I had the money and I couldn't have more than one kid, I would have adopted. I would have been like Angelina Jolie and like had a bunch of kids and tried to like adopt every kid. Like I just want to be everybody's parent, but I know only children can go on to lead great lives. Like Daniel saying, I was surprised to hear that he was one. Also, I know Rachel is an only child. Not all of them turn out like horribly, but in general, the ones I've known, they kind of have. My husband's an only child. Okay. It's just, it's not like I'm judging all of them. I kind of am, but taking care of a lot of kids in my life. And I could always tell the ones that were only children without people even telling me it was easy to tell, but there are times that I have not been right. Like I would not have guessed that Rachel was, I would never have guessed that Daniel was. So, you know, generalizing doesn't always work. I probably edit all of that out. (laughs) Yeah. Rachel is uh, an only child and that kind of proves that if you have no siblings, you're not going to grow up to be like a fucking screwed up weirdo. You're just going to date them. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, I think you have to look at uh, when you're having an only child, you have to parent differently than you would if you had more than one. And what happens in general is parents are overindulgent to their one kid and then that kid gets screwed up. And I had a lot of my best friends were only children, but that says a lot about me because I was weak. So they would like prey on me <laughs> and I would have like these controlling spoiled brat friends. But then I've met people where I would never have guessed it because their parents did a good job. And I think that's the problem is parents don't know how to raise them differently because they just, it's their only thing they know. When you have two kids, you're forced to make them get along and share and blah 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 and it's fucking stressful but when you have an only child you're like eh, go play with your own toys by yourself <laughs> i thought you were gonna word that differently and i was ready to jump on it you're gonna be like i love mini muffins <laughs> <laughs> zing <laughs> all right uh really quick one of her sponsors is Scentbird, and I learned of this from fellow BFFer uh, Laura Broder a uh, long time ago. I think she tweeted about it, and I was like, oh, that would be awesome because I used to wear cologne, and now I only wear it on maybe one day a year on some kind of special occasion. But I have a very fancy cologne that I love, and I have one that's like kind of mid range. But this would be a great way to be able to wear because, I mean, if you're spending like $125 on a bottle like you got to be kind of you got to be a little thrifty with those spritzes you know so (laughs) this is a good way to try like a lot of different scents and see kind of what you're into and like what 
Cologne would work with you. And so, yeah, I think I might have to check this out and sign up. Hopefully they have the Pitbull Cologne that Allie Ward mentioned is like the best smelling thing ever. I still want to get some of that. Maybe I should get that for Allison for her birthday. I think this also, I also think this is a great idea because you could buy a whole bottle and not, and then you're like stuck with it. Or like you said, you have to really make it last. I have never, I was into perfume for a little while and then I was into wearing men's cologne because I thought it smelled better. And then I got more into like essential oils. The problem with cologne that I have is when somebody wears it and they hug you, now you're wearing it. And like our next door neighbor and then a couple, of course, a couple of elks, they give you one hug and you're like, God damn it, I smell like them now. (laughs) I think this is a good idea, a great idea. So let me know how it goes. I want to see what they pick for you. Uh, Yeah, one thing I will say is that I do a maximum of two spritzes and I do it uh like right out of the shower so it's not on my clothes. It's And the only way you could smell it is if you're like very close to me. No, if you're like hugging someone and their smell transfers to you, that is an offensive amount. It is. I really want to know because our next door neighbor does this and it's like, oh shit, I smell like him now. But I want to see the what goes into this layering of smell because it's like it's on there and now it's on you and I have to wash my clothes afterwards. Tom Ford famously is like a heavy, heavy, heavy cologne user. He I mean, obviously he has his own cologne and whatnot. So but apparently he like goes through the day and he'll like fucking spritz himself with one kind and then a few hours later he spritzes another one. So at like the end of the day, it's like just like a whole mishmash of different smells. And I mean, when you're like a famous, rich, you know, designer guy, that's one thing. But I feel like if you're just like fucking, you know, in the line at the supermarket (laughs) and you smell like, like, I don't know what, like a fucking fragrance hut, then you're, you got to tone it down. That's for sure. I just don't think that they know this. I would like to know the ritual though. I want to see like, how do you get this guy though? Like you're saying, that's like, wow, that's something like you, if you were like some Joe Schmo off the street, you're not getting away with that. But yeah, rich designer guy. It's like, oh, you're a genius (laughs) somehow. Oh, well, enough about Thursday. How about if we take a little Colonel's, Colonel's break? Sure. I was not paying attention. I was doing tech stuff. That's great. It adds a little twist. Then it also makes it radio friendly, podcast friendly, shall we say? IE means in essence. No. Talk concave. How do you get in there? Coming in, do a tight 55. No, no. Bear with me for the coiffurically challenge. What's the difference between a man bun and top knot? Oh, yeah. The adults would say, because it's sweet, it knows what the good ones are. Eat it. You missed it. There was some hot cloaca talk. Love me some Colonel Jeff. All right. Instead of talking about JMOs this week, Let's do a BFF quiz. Because last week we did one. I did it with Jason Dix at Whitney. And it was a lot of fun. I did not bring anything to the table. And I felt bad about it. But you know what? It was all about them. Now it's all about us. Do you want to start, Rafi? Sure. Uh, You told me that I should prepare three to five questions. And the first three actually kind of came out really quick. And I was trying to do four, but I felt because I couldn't think of a good fourth one. Like these three just kind of came out. Uh, I I thought that was a good place to stop. And also, I will say that I don't think these are very good questions. So (laughs) I I feel like I need to uh, be a little more adventurous and do some crazy shit so I can have better questions. Okay, so... I feel the same way about my questions. So maybe every week that it's just you and I will come up with like two or three. You know, people need to get to know us. We're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, uh, let's get started. Uh, Question number one. 
I love music, but I'm not a snob about it. <laughs> Who was the headliner at the first concert I went to? Was it A, Britney Spears, Oof. B, Jay-Z, C, Lil Bow Wow, or D, Los Cuates de Sinaloa? Okay. I feel like you put some of those bombs in there for me to trip over. Like, obviously, I would think B, C, or D, because it's you. But I'm going to say A. Ooh, that is incorrect. Ah. The headliner was indeed Lil Bow Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was the KS1075 Jingle Ball. My sister won tickets, and uh, the guy she invited showed up very late. So she ended up taking me with her. And uh, this was back, like, very young Bow Wow. And he had, <laughs> famously, he had a Mickey Mouse chain. And... Oh. I have never seen something that shiny. It, like, literally lit up this fucking place. I forget where it was, either the Ogden or the... I'm assuming it was at the Ogden, but... Anyway, I have been to all of those shows, actually. The next one I went to was Britney Spears with my other sister. Los Cuates de Sinaloa, I saw them twice in one day. And Jay-Z, I've seen a couple of times, but only recently. I should have uh, been going to see him more often. Question number two. I joke that I like to punish myself by giving myself year-long challenges. Which of these have I not done? Mm. A. Eat a salad every day. B. Stop <laughs> cursing. Sorry, I almost peed on that one. All right. Uh, B. Stop cursing. C. Stop drinking alcohol. Or D. Wear all black. Okay, so which one you did not do? Correct. Okay. We well, you know about the black. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you've tried to do the drinking. What was the second one? Stop cursing. Hmm. These, these are my curveballs because I feel like you would never try and eat a salad all year. But you might just be that crazy. The cursing, <laughs> I don't think you would ever do that. Like, I feel like the salad would be way worse to stop than... No. Uh, or to, not stop, but to eat. I... B. That is correct. I did go a full year eating a salad for lunch every day. I did stop drinking for one year, and I'm I'm currently in the middle of trying to wear all black head to toe uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, That's only when I'm out in public. Uh, You know, at work I have to wear red, unfortunately, and also (laughs) and also uh, at home I just wear whatever the fuck. But uh, yeah, stop cursing. I would never ever ever be able to do that um good luck being on party animals (laughs) oh believe me i'm gonna drop so many curse words question number three i love cars and driving but have never owned a nice car which of these did i have the chance to buy but didn't so this is the car that i consider the one that got away Mm. was it a a 1983 volkswagen rabbit gti b 1986 chevy spectrum c 1993 Dodge Caravan or D, a 1994 Chevy Suburban. Oh, I feel like this is easy, but maybe I feel like it's too easy. And now I'm going to get it wrong. By the way, uh, you in a, what was the third one? A 1993 Dodge Caravan. <laughs> I don't know why I picked an, pictured an Aerostar, but still a caravan. Uh, Definitely not. I'm a Mopar guy. Never a Ford guy. Uh, it's all about Fords. Okay, A. That is incorrect. I oh. did own a 1983 Volkswagen ah, Rabbit GTI. Damn it! I did 
own a 1994 Chevy Suburban. Well, technically it was my dad's, but still. The car I learned to drive in was my parents' 1993 Dodge Caravan at the age of 13. Thank you very much. And the car that got away was my friend's dad's 1986 Chevy Spectrum that I could have bought for $500 when I was 15 years old and working with his dad at, as a landscaper. I think about that car every day. <laughs> I it's almost I laughed at the Spectrum, but then I'm like, mm, that is like such a run-of-the-mill, like nothing. And then the caravan just really made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Chevy Spectrum was the best. It was a piece of shit, no doubt, but it is where I learned how to drive stick properly, and it's where I learned how to drift in the snow with a front-wheel drive vehicle and how to do just all kinds of stupid maneuvers that you should never attempt on the street. And if you look at it, it was a hatchback version, of course, because, I mean... Who gets a fucking sedan version of a Chevy Spectrum? But it's like, it looks kind of like the 1986 Toyota Sprinter or the Hachiroku as it's known in the, <laughs> in oh, the car brother. scene. And it, it's still like a body style that I could definitely see myself owning. And that's, it's very similar to uh, Volkswagen Rabbit. It's just a fucking hatchback from the 80s. Like what, how, what's not to like? Uh, well, I guess I mean, start with the name, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spectrum? Oof. It sounds like you're on some sort of like an STD <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> okay. Ooh. All right. I realize in right. Okay. So I got one out of three. <laughs> That's 33%. Okay. That's not bad. Depending, That's depending on what you're, depending <laughs> on what you're doing. Uh, okay. So in looking at some of my questions, I realized I didn't quite finish some of them. So we'll just have to come back and do some of them. Okay. I've had all of these things pierced except for one. A. Penis. <laughs> do you say penis? <laughs> Because you don't have one, you can't have pierced it. <laughs> or so you think. Okay. A, hand. B, nose. C, tongue. D, eyebrow. E, chin. F, nipple. God damn it, Lisa. <laughs> That's too many choices. I know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm between <laughs> hand, chin, and nipple. Okay. Aren't we all? And just because I want to say nipple, but I'm going to go with chin. Ooh, wrong. Nipple was correct. I did not pierce Fuck. my nipple. Everything else I have pierced. <laughs> See, I should have went with my gut. But I know. How do you, how and or why would you pierce your hand and chin? Okay, chin, it's really, I would have put the proper term for it, but then you would have been like, she obviously got that pierced. It's not, it's below your lip. So it's like between your lip and your okay. chin. The labret, I had that pierced. For many years i still have the hole there it looks like my hand that was in between my finger and my thumb that piece of skin that connects that's where i assumed yes i did that and i couldn't move my hand for a couple of weeks because <laughs> <laughs> i did it myself i i i pierce a lot of things myself my nose my eyebrow all that my t yeah i did not pierce my tongue myself but i did have that pierced um but yeah nipple Nah, I oh, and this... I was gonna have another choice as belly button too, but I because I haven't done that either. So those two things, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna be showing those things off. I don't need that out. Um, yeah, I I was gonna say for sure I could imagine most of these being like uh, the scene in Greece where you know they're just putting an ice cube on it and then <laughs> yes. straight through. Except for I like to feel the pain, so no ice cubes needed. I think that's why I pierced so many things. It was like then tattooing became like ooh, it's like a more socially acceptable version of cutting. Okay. <laughs> that was going to be a question. How many tattoos did I have? But I didn't get to the counting them all. So that will be next time. That's going to be exciting. All right. At what age did I lose my virginity? 
15, 12, 17, or 21? It's 15 or 12. I'm going to say, sorry, give me the choices again. All right, 15, 12, 17, 21. All right, now I'm between 15 and 17 because I know you went through some phases there. <laughs> so I'm going to say 15. That sounds right. Winner, winner, 15. It was about a month before my 16th birthday. What a dream that was. I can't imagine losing my virginity at 12. Also, equally, at 21. <laughs> Both of them would be sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know a girl who uh, gave birth to a child at 15. Uh, so shout out to her. I'm sure there's a lot of them that you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have one more. Let's see. What should I pick? Uh, ooh. I just okay. This is a problem. There's a lot of of options on this one. Is that a problem? Uh, that's fine. I'll try to remember. Okay, I can always read them twice. All right, I've done all of these jobs except for one: nanny, dog groomer, employment agency, Burger King, bookstore, face painter. Jeez, uh, that one's pretty tough. Uh, hmm. Well, face painter. I feel like. That's something you could have done. Dog groomer, I think you've mentioned. Um, I'm ignoring the first choice because everyone Duh. knows you've been a nanny. <laughs> just not for Allison, of course. Not yet. And what were the other choices? Uh, employment agency, Burger King, bookstore. Ah, geez. Because you added employment agency, that just seems like something you've done. So now, and I think you've mentioned Burger King. So I'm going to go with bookstore. Wee you. I did not work at Burger King. God damn it. <laughs> I think maybe you just mentioned that you Oh, eat you know a what? Burgers? No. I did work at my first job was working at I was working at an employment agency and at Knollwoods, which is a burger place. My brother worked at Burger King and I think I mentioned possibly that we used to hang out there all day and just like eat their weird shaped chicken sandwiches. I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but yeah, I never worked at Burger King. Again, I well, I got a 33% as well. <laughs> Well, I think that was a lot of fun. Hopefully people out there had fun with that. I wouldn't mind doing some more because I think it's fun to learn about each other. And, you know, there's more to life than just Allison Rosen. But, I mean, maybe not. <laughs> That's a good place to end it. Support Allison. Buy her book. Go to the book signing. Wear tropical attire. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's her birthday. I'm bringing her a present. I'm going to... I think we should take her out for her birthday. I'm sure she'll go because we're best friends. And speaking of birthdays... In a couple of days, little Rafi, happy birthday to you. Ah, gee, thanks, Lisa. <laughs> if you want to be on this show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at jmos and bfs. And join the Facebook Best Friends Fancast group because it's a lot of fun to talk about Allison. It's a little bit quiet over there lately, but I feel like whenever there's something going on, like we're, we're all trying to back up Allison with her stupid negative re review or whatever it is, then everyone gets on board and rallies because it is the Allison Army. Well, Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at RMC Guitars. Uh, yeah, the Facebook group has been a bit quiet, so go on over there and, you know, whenever we post an episode, tell us how you hate listening to us or maybe if you enjoyed it, you could talk about that as well. If you have Sirius XM and caught Allison on Maria Menounos' show, fucking tell me. I need to <sighs> figure out how we can bootleg the recording so we can all hear it. Also, buy her book if you haven't already. It's a great book <laughs> edit that out <laughs> um, 
And if you have the book, or hell, even if you don't, go write a five-star review for it on Amazon or All Reads or whatever kind of fucking website reviews books. And also, her birthday is the day after Mexican Mother's Day, so uh, wish her a happy Mother's Day. I don't know what year it falls on in the U.S. this year, or what date I should say it falls on. But um, I think that's it for me. Yeah, also, Allison's been on a bunch of shows promoting her book recently and thanks to ray morgan for posting a lot of them on the facebook group because i kind of forget i listen and then i forget so get up on this glowing up juicy scoops space cave your mom's house uh and i think some other ones coming up like dana gould and some other things so make sure to check her out on those shows too BFFs, I love you. Thank you and good night. Hey, when, when when's the bartender coming around? And then, like, I pull out a flask out of my fucking jail wallet or something. And I hope you have all that you ever dreamed of. And I wish you joy and happiness. Oh, but above all of this, I wish you. Everything I do is an extension of the hip-hop culture, I think.